Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash randomtpodcasts. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Random Tea Random Miniseries Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 9 of Houdini and Doyle, Necromantion. What does that even mean? I don't know, because I when I went to look back, I thought it was Necrophone. Like in the episode, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't know what the fuck this means. I don't even know. I didn't even think to look it up till I heard you say it just now. Yeah, I was like, okay. So I personally had I made never the word heard, needlessly complicated. I had never heard of the word necrophone to begin with. I looked it up. Did you now? It was something he actually proposed. Uh, yeah, he did. He didn't build I, yeah, it. Yeah, nec- I did look it up too. He didn't so. mess. He didn't build it necessarily, but because I kind of thought it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And like they just sounds like, fake, but okay. They were like, yeah, yeah, okay, Edison, whatever. But yeah. yeah, he actually thought it was gonna be a thing. Yeah. So, a uh, fun fact. Okay. Um, you have when, one. When I was in my, I wish. Yes, it's right here. <laughs> uh, when I was in my early twenties, I had a cat named uh, Mephistopheles, mm-hmm. but I also had another cat by the name of Necrophidius. Yes, I remembered that. Which translates into death worm. Well, you know. Their daughter was gla- their their daughter was Glacia. Oh my god. Which gosh. is the daughter of Asmodeus. Oh my god. Yes, D and D Monster Manual, right here. Oh my god. This is how I named my cats that that phase in my life. You're such a dork. This is why we're friends. Of course the cat I have now is named Sugar. Yeah. She's not very sweet. She's not. She's no. pure, unadulterated, fluffy evil. She but is But she's fabulous evil. She is fabulously fluffy evil so anyway so uh the word necro you hear the word necro necro and you automatically think necrophilia yeah but it the word necro in and of itself simply means death yeah so necro phone Mm -hmm. death phone yeah that's exciting yeah (laughs) so uh what did you think of this episode yeah not not my favorite like there were parts of it that were kind of cool um, but like I felt we had such momentum going and then this kind of felt like off to me. Okay, but how do you feel about it after watching Cabin in the Woods? <laughs> in the same oh, week. Shit. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Uh, I'm where's sorry. the control room? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's in the basement. It's apparently. in the basement. It's in the basement. Apparently. We saw it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was I, when I went to rewatch it this morning. I was like, because I watched it yesterday, but I put they it on. They accidentally summoned the wrong creature. Yeah, I put it on uh, back for background noise as I was working around the house this morning and was like, now that I've watched Cabin in the Woods, this is a whole other show. Yeah. I, uh, well, as we know, the they changed studios. They moved to Toronto mm-hmm. to film the last three episodes. And this is the, the middle one. Two, I thought. I thought it was the last three did they film the Bram Stoker one in, in? I think so. Oh. I think the Bram Stoker one. I didn't feel we, the break until. This was a very definite break here. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just that we're in America now. Like it just, it felt tonally, it felt different. It did feel and very, it, very different. And I didn't feel like we got a, like we, we did get movement on the Stratton story, but. We got some big movement on the Stratton I story. I kind of just expected the last two stories to be completely devoted to that, mm. tying that up. 
and so this i was like why are we fucking in, like this fucking around a, with a poltergeist like what yeah what? it was a heavy push in the direction though yes it, it was, was a, it was a huge push i just thought their whole reason like houdini's reason there houdini's reason i totally get and even bringing stratton because he was like listen well they said got to go to lead. buffalo anyway yeah and mm-hmm. but then they pull in this other case and i was like why are you even at this fucking in house? canada because they were going to buffalo or brooklyn uh yeah and because he was going to take his mom home anyway yeah and then, of course, then he's coming to bury her. And, okay, then why is Doyle there? Yeah. And how are they even on this case in Canada? Yeah. That was where it was kind of, like, woogly for me. They could very easily have put this particular story in New York. And it yeah. would have served the same purpose. Why Canada? Yeah. It was very Why there? But yeah, sure, they're filming in Canada. So, okay, I kind of get that. But it made no sense. There's no connection. Yeah. Yeah. It was very harsh. And that's why I guess it kind of just didn't I guess, yeah. Sit well with me. Yeah. I enjoyed the story though. I thought it was great. Yeah. I love the characters. I enjoyed this. I did I just say enjoy? Okay, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I had fun with it. I, I, I liked getting, pieces of it. I although I did expect that the uh the not medium woman was going to be the target of Harry's ridicule. Yeah. The empath. Yes, she was empath. an empath. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the empath. I really expected that to be where this was. The story was going, and it didn't. Yeah, which I, which I enjoyed that it. I didn't because we. It wasn't predictable. Yeah, because we've had that before. Predictable. Yes, not predictable. Words. Words. Ticks. Dicks. <laughs> anyway, You're uh, dork. I really am. <laughs> uh, you ready for a recap? Hit me or, with, well, uh, writer director first me. Okay, first uh, me. I, like I don't even know. There you go. the The writing credits are attributed to, of course, David and David as they are creators. So, um, they're 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 listed for all. They're of them. always listed for them. But uh, this is the 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 girls, Melissa and Trina, okay. Melissa Bayer and Trina Hancock. The I don't want to call them a couple because I don't know, but the two women who yeah. were writing partners, yeah, uh, who also wrote in Man- Manus Dia. Yes. Okay. That they was a wrote while back. This one. Okay. As well, which is int- because which that one had to do with uh with the god and yeah. whatnot. So, uh so it was written by the the two ladies. Um uh, it was directed by uh Jeff Renfro who directed this episode and he directs the finale. Okay. Okay. So he directs this one and the next one. Um but he's not directed any previous ones. Okay. So that may also have something to do with how tonally yeah, it felt different. Uh, he has also directed three episodes of Haven. <laughs> she says with disdain. As well as six episodes of Being Human, the U.S. Okay. Okay. US version. I, he's got several TV shows, one here, one here, one here, one here, three here, a couple here, uh, but it's nothing got some else. sci-fi cred. But nothing that really stood out to me other than Haven and Being yeah. Human. Yeah. Like not a doc, not even a Doctor Who in there anywhere, nothing. So, um, but he's directing the next episode as well. So we'll just have to see. Okay, because the finale is a—they've got a lot to tie up. Finale's a big deal. Yeah, they do. So uh, now we're we ready for a recap. Yes. Okay, so we're on Ni- Niagara on the Lake, Canada. Okay. And you said to me that this is where they're having their honeymoon. Yeah. Doyle and Houdini, 
and uh we've so one and you pointed out that they're already married yeah i was like they've been married for a while <laughs> delayed second honeymoon yeah second honeymoon okay um so this woman's trying to sleep and she hears things moving around the house and so stupid woman goes downstairs like like a dumbass with not even a bat in her hand i'm like what are you doing this is the first five episode first five episodes mm-hmm. of supernatural yeah anyways she goes downstairs um and she finds her husband impaled to the wall by several swords like several feet up off the ground like way up here and i'm like yeah. what the fuck yeah I'm like how do you even do that yeah is that even humanly possible that's just weird so yeah. uh so the next day uh this woman's being questioned her name is claire reed She's been questioned. She swears there's a poltergeist in the and house. And that constable wants none of no, it. No. Um, he thinks that she killed her husband. He's a major asshole. I don't know how he thought she got him up there. That's, see, that's my thing. How on hell? How on hell? How on hell? That on hell's the only way she could have gotten him up yeah. there was on hell. Yeah. There's no way that woman could have gotten that, that man up, up there, there by herself. And then pinned him with the swords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She must have been some seriously pissed. Even, yeah. I mean, they talk about her being on a, on a tonic to help her sleep, but... Yeah, because she was no. saying that that's why she slept through it mm-hmm. or whatever, or she wasn't waking until later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... You're uh, like, don't. sure, Jan. Sounds, sounds, <laughs> sounds fake, but okay. So, uh, so we go to uh, Doyle and Stratton are on a ship, and apparently Stratton gets seasick. Yeah, she's she's not a happy, happy yeah. bunny. My mom gets seasick we had to she had to get stuff to for the flights and whatnot oh really she gets motion sickness it's not seasickness motion sickness it's the same thing ah yeah so Doyle's there and they're talking about going to Fullcroft Manor and I'm like where did this come from and I'm like what is Fullcroft Manor and how do they hear about it and why are they going yeah um they do talk about Buffalo yeah Buffalo and uh there's a hardware store there owned by a person named Walbridge Yep, and that's the person and, that, Sh- that Stratton is going to talk to. Yes, because her husband had bought guns from him. Yes. And nobody knows why, so she's going to go talk to him. Um, but Stratton insists that this uh, this case is their first priority. And I'm like, are you, like, doing this on your own time or what? Yeah, because she never wore her uniform. Plus, what authority does Scotland Yard have in Canada? I mean, I know there are... They, so they okay. were a colony at the time, but okay. So I could see or a protector or Doyle being Doyle being because yeah. Edison's there. Yeah. So I can I understand. See, I could see Doyle being Hoyle, brought in for being Hoyle. part of that circle. Houdini and Doyle. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't track with why Stratton clear. was involved. It's never clear, and I don't. I don't. I don't like that. Um, but Houdini shows up, and he's been in the cargo hold checking on his mother. Um, and they're like. You know, they talk about the funeral, and he's like, no, I'll be fine going by myself. And he tells Stratton to discredit all of Doyle's theories while I'm gone. It was, uh, that was really cute. She does agree. And she's like, okay. Which was also cute. Yeah. So, uh, so Doyle's, Doyle just wants to talk about the case. Yeah. Heartless bitch. <laughs> uh, and that apparently these, this family called the Turners originally owned the house, but they all died tragically there. Classic serial, I didn't even go look it up because it's classic serial killer fodder fodder yeah Yeah. it could be one of a thousand different the father killed everybody or whatever yeah tragically yeah yeah. so whatever but uh thomas edison is there because uh he believes that the manor is haunted and but houdini apparently does not like uh mr edison that he is a liar and a cheat yeah and Uh, he makes mention of uh tesla tesla oh now he knows tesla yeah and of course tesla and edison did have a famous feud and he compares his uh the necrophone to his shoe (laughs) 
Which, by the way, I did look up that Houdini and Edison, while Houdini knew about Edison, mm-hmm. they never actually talked. Okay. They never actually had dialogue And we with know each this, other. Uh, this show isn't always with the facts. No, no. Because Houdini's but I, mom isn't dead in this. Yeah, but I do believe know. that uh, Edison and Doyle actually knew each other. Okay. So, there Doyle knew many, lots of people. There, yeah, he did. Um, but he did write Sherlock, so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, they Doyle and Stratton get there, and they meet with Clara. And every time I think Clara, I think Doctor Who, and it's yeah. just killing me. So yeah. anyway, so they talk about uh, the poltergeist, and all I can think of is Peeves <laughs> from Harry Potter. Man, you see I wish how my life. You see man, how I wish he would have been in the movies. He should have been in the he freaking movies. Been. He deserved to be in the movies. Poor Peeves. I was, that was my one thing I was looking forward to in the movies was seeing Peeves. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, but Clara points out that she recently lost her son, Maxwell, who she, the, the wife swears died of influenza when he was a month old. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Yeah. But I will say, like, not super out of, out of the realm of possibility back then. Mm-mm. There was a higher infant, now, infant mortality rate. Well, even now, if a one-month-old baby gets the flu. Like the full-blown flu, yeah. It could be very fatal. Very, very fatal. It's like an 80-year-old getting the flu. Exactly. I mean, anyway. So, um, but Stratton keeps pushing her. You know, your husband had a temper. Um, and we yeah. understand that he struck you in public. And so she's pushing her for the abused wife and defense. She's, she's saying stuff like um, about her place. Oh, yeah. She's the very uh, much the submissive wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was his wife. He could do what he He pleased. could do what he wanted with yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, so, But she swears up and down that this poltergeist killed Emmett. And yeah. I'm like, okay, sounds fake. How long has she been held, though, that they got there? I don't know. Because they kind of made it like they were called in for this. And like boat journeys across the Atlantic are not overnight. I mean. Well, were they already on the boat on their way when they found out about it? Because the only, like Houdini had a ironclad reason for going. Yes. And he offered to take Stratton with him because of the whole thing with her husband. Yes. So we're assuming though that Doyle is going because of this case. So if they were mid-transit, Doyle wouldn't have been... Doyle, who has left behind his wife and children. Yep. His sick wife and And they didn't mention them. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it bothered me that Doyle had, I don't want to say abandoned, but left behind his wife and children. Like, okay, bye. See you later. What if she dies while he's gone? I know. So, anyway. Oh, God, he'd feel horrible Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we go back to this house. It's Falcroft Manor, and Doyle's there, and Stratton's there, and they meet a gentleman by the name of Roland Carson, who is an amateur paranormal investigator. I think he's the one who called Doyle in. I, I'm, I'm thinking Carson called Doyle in, and okay. that's why Doyle is there. And we find out later it's to and it's to it's to give an air of legitimacy to the poltergeist claim. Yeah. So so. Uh, but he introduces there's Millie, who's an empath. Yeah. Thomas Edison is there, and Thomas's assistant, um, Avardi. Yeah. Avari. So, uh, Roland says that 10 years ago, Mr. Turner went on a rampage, killed his wife, two sons, yep. and daughter. Once he was done, he leaped off, leaped to his death off the cliff at the edge of the property. Yeah, he should have done that first. So, yeah, uh, exactly. So, uh, this Carson dude suggests that Turner's spirit killed yeah. the husband. 
and uh, Millie says that she can feel the pain of victims. She explains she's an empath. Yeah. And Thomas uh, Edison reveals his necrophone. And um, you're like, well, that seems dumb. Yeah, it does. So, but he he refuses to explain it. Uh, but then Carson encourages him to whatever. So, so they talk about hearing how it works and how he hears. It's really Different weird. I'm like frequencies and shit. It has to be at the right frequency or whatever. Um, if properly calibrated. Uh, and Millie's talks about how she's afraid that the uh, that they the the living would abuse it. No. Yeah, because she's like uh, she makes mention of like opening the door mm-hmm. once you've opened it. Yeah, but Edison Can you close it again. Yeah, Edison accuses her of being afraid of losing her job, though. Yeah. So. Uh, Okay, so they talk about the moral pros and cons and whatever, so who cares? Tom, yeah. uh, Edison just wants to conquer death. Yeah. So we go to uh, Houdini and his mother's funeral. Oh. And yeah. there's a bit of a crowd there, and there's a man who, it's uh, Houdini's brother, Theodore. Yep. And he tosses in the first shovel of dirt, uh, and he tries to offer the, til- the, the shovel to Houdini, but Houdini walks away. Yeah. I don't know, I think he's being an ass. So, yeah. uh, but then his brother chases after him, and they they argue. Um, apparently, Houdini's beef here is that his mother was not religious, despite their father's. And preference. historically, and God knows, because this the the show has deviated from history. So, but historically, Houdini's dad was a rabbi. Yes. So I kind of find it hard to believe that his wife was not religious. But Houdini's was, you know, she wasn't really that says she wasn't really that religious and that you should throw a party yeah because life was meant to be lived yeah um but there's uh there's a woman that the camera kind of centers on a little bit that houdini is and you thought that she might be uh an old flame or something that's what i thought i was like oh ex-girlfriend yeah but we he just i thought maybe they were going they were going to introduce bess Mm, no they apparently not so because also, in his, historically, he was already married to Bess, and his mom lived another, like, 12 years. Well, you know, still. It made for... It gave them a reason to, to cross the ocean. Exactly. So. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, so, that night, Stratton runs into Avari, and they talk about Edison's lack of social graces, and they talk about Yeah, because Edison's a dickwad. Yeah, but he is Edison, so... And he kind of yeah. was. Yeah. He, he kind of was. Yeah. Um, he was just crazy. But geniuses are. So, Avari talks about his wife that he lost four years ago, and he needs her blessing to get married again. Yep. I know she'll give it to me, but I need to hear it. And I'm like, that would just be creepy. Yeah. And then she explains to him about her husband, about Benjamin, and they just... And this is more invested than she usually is in the whole Houdini versus Doyle debate of this is bullshit or this is real. She's more invested in I would I want this to be real because of my husband. She's kind of on the Doyle side yeah. of it. She wants yeah. to believe, but she is looking at it with a logical eye. Like she is the middle. Yeah. She is the middle ground here. Uh but they talk about, you know, being able to talk to their to them on the other side and moving on. And she's like, Well, how how can we move on if we know they're right there? And I'm thinking, yeah, it'd be creepy. To okay. think that, you know, my my dead husband is watching me in bed with another man. Is one call one phone call away. Yeah, in the other room. But see, to bring it to make another Harry Potter reference, this is oh, the whole, please. This is the whole mirror of Irised thing. True. 
Yep. I mean, you see your dead loved ones and you're just, it's going to, you're going to waste away. And it goes back to Houdini's story of when he was uh, pretending to be a medium. Mm-hmm. When he had mm-hmm. the woman that once she thought she had made contact with her husband, mm-hmm. everything else fell aside and she ended up killing herself. Yes. To be with him. So I have a question for you. Okay. Were the necrophone real? Okay. Would you want to use it? And who would you talk to? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, let's try the first question. Would you use it? Yes, because I'm a curious, curious bitch. Okay. Um, but it would not and be salty. F- it would not be. Yeah. It, I don't think it would be for family members. Okay. Um, I think it would be for like historical figures and be like, Ooh, all right, listen, Hamilton. Bitch. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what really happened? Or da 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 da. Like, I don't know. I, Can you imagine what our history books would be like? But then again, it all goes back to it's the... But would Hamilton talk to you? <laughs> it's the eye of the beholder, though. Like, history, you know... Oh, yeah. The, history the history book, History's written by the winners. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So, but I don't know. Like, theoretically, yes. But the logistics of, like... Because do you have telephone numbers per person? Is it just who's standing by? The, <laughs> like, is it just what ghost is standing by the necrophone yeah. at the time? Like, is it proximity Again, to the necrophone? Would Hamilton speak to you? Would he take your call? If I like started calling trash on the U.S. Bank, be That's like the true. the National Bank is stupid. He, like his ass would come out. It would to argue with me. He totally would. Yeah, he totally would. <laughs> Start he talking totally shit. <laughs> I I I probably would too. Um, Edgar Allan Poe would be cool to talk. See, this mm-hmm. is I would talk to people like Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Like how exactly did you die? Like, yeah. What happened, bud? What's up? Yeah. You know, Vincent like Price, historical man. mystery kind of stuff. I'd I think get, what I would Marilyn Monroe. I'd get I'd get Vincent Price to read me a bedtime story. Oh, that'd be cool. I know, right? Yeah. Which you could probably get that anyway, but you know, I'm sure that's out there. But yeah. So yeah, but I just I started thinking about the logistics of it. I was like, do they have to no, be standing no, I'm within not ask, a certain range no, of it? Like no, you can't. Think about the logistics now. <laughs> That's not what I'm asking you. So, uh, but I want to ask our listeners. I want to know if our listeners would uh, would use it. And if so, who would you talk and to? And who would you talk to? Yeah. I'm not now. I'm not asking for your beliefs as to whether you believe there's, there's an afterlife an after- or not. That's yeah. to each their own. If you want to tell us about it, fine. But the question is, were it if real? If this was a thing. Would you use it? And who would you talk to? So, but, uh, so think about that. You can email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can get us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or you can get us on Tumblr, randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on the book of the face at <laughs> facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. That's great. Yeah. Um, That's like Instagram. <laughs> isn't it? Uh, but then there's, uh, but you can go to our website at randomtpodcast.com. All of our social media stuff is down at the bottom of the page, but it's it's all on there. Or yeah. you can go to our Who Are We page and find our personal social medias. God help you all. I know. Good luck. Um, so it's out there. I would really be interested in to, uh, to what they have to say about that. And yeah. while you're on our website, you know, you can check out our other podcasts. Yeah. Because um, we've got Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and our MCU. That's three different feeds right there. Yep. What For else? All do your we? Marvel needs. That's all your Marvel needs. What else do we have? We have Gotham. For our DC people. Yep. Um, and then we have three seasons of Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. And then, like we mentioned, um, our Cabin in the Woods cast will be on our uh, Random Movies feed. Shortly. 
Yeah. Very soon. Like. Oh, I know what this episode lacked. What? A murderous redneck zombie family. Oh. And the purple people eater. Yep. And the purple people Mostly eater. the purple people eater. Yeah. Oh, true. And a merman. So what else can they find on our website? Uh, they can find a link to our Amazon affiliate. They can. And they can, um, like follow the banner and click through and buy what they normally would on Amazon except for we get a teeny tiny cut of it and it doesn't cost you any more. But it helps keep the lights on here and our unlimited hosting for you so that you can listen to all of our podcasts at any time that you like directly from our website even at two o'clock in the morning because we don't want to have to like archive stuff and then you're like oh crap they yeah Michael emails us at two o'clock in the morning. He isn't we converted it though it was two o'clock his it was two o'clock in the morning he said it was two o'clock in the morning but he is in alaska Alaska. he's in hawaii alaska (laughs) (laughs) hawaii (laughs) anyway so uh so yeah yeah what i like that smooth segue i did there i did i I enjoyed that that was that was classy yeah on the fly man (laughs) i don't know how that happened I thought it was a great idea. There you go. So anyway, so yeah, they, uh, is that everything? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get back to the show now. Yeah. I went this way. Because reasons. So apparently Edison is working on the, the man never sleeps. He works on that stupid necrophone. He's in that room the entire time. Twiddling. Uh, I don't know what's happening. He doesn't pee. There must be a pot in the corner. I thought it was really weird though that he was not writing any of his shit down. And the whole thing about science Wasn't is, that what Avari, Avari's supposed to be doing? I didn't see anybody conspicuously the, because it was all about like trying to find the right calibration. Mm-hmm. And if you know what you've tried, like you, like I would think something like that would require copious yep. notes to know what worked and what didn't. Yep. I don't know. And science is like, it's not only science if you write it down. And that's why like, at, to, you know, if you haven't seen the episode, I don't know why you're listening to this, but to spoil the end, when the thing gets knocked over... And it's almost Would like, he not oh, just rebuild it? He could rebuild it if he had kept, you know, copious notes and stuff. Well, and... I don't know. The only thing we really see Avari do this whole episode is make Edison some coffee. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I don't... That's... Whatever. Man of color, though. In a servitude role. But they didn't change his name. I was kind of waiting for that to see if oh, they changed his name. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. So, it wasn't like Mr you know stevenson or whatever that's true all right but, but yeah, still in right. a role of servitude yeah. which that was like eh. yeah so and constantly apologizing for his asshole boss that's true so uh so edison's working on the necrophone and calls everybody in there and uh except millie doesn't go in there because why would she apparently uh but she's in the dining room and she senses a presence and the candles blow out and she calls on the spirit to show itself and she looks in a mirror which you should never ever ever do don't do that and she sees turner's image in it, and she screams yeah and then um everybody everybody so what run do into you the make of room. that hmm? this is one of those things where we as the audience see it she saw turner it's to play to the show you think yeah yeah i think i think houdini was right i think it was power suggestion yeah okay yeah mirrors mirrors are such a trope in the horror genre Mm -hmm. um i've i have what i went to go see the conjuring at the theater um not by myself but with a couple of friends of mine and then i went home by myself Mm -hmm. so i was at in my apartment uh alone Mm -hmm. and uh the way my apartment was set up where my bed was if i'm sitting up against the wall in my bed Mm -hmm. sitting up in my bed if i look to my right 
is my bathroom. And I had a big, huge wall mirror in my bathroom. And I could see that mirror from where I was sitting. Oh. I had to get up and close that door. Yeah. Because I was so freaked Mirrors out that weird, I was going man. to see something because of yeah. the, the theme of the movie. It's a big thing. So, like, I would not put it past myself to look up and think I actually see something yeah. that's not there. Yeah. If you're in such a state. Yeah. And under such heavy influence. Yeah, I think she actually thought she saw it. Okay. But I don't think he was actually there. Okay. You didn't I, think I bought that it. Was, you didn't think it. that was the part of the episode where they were like leaving it open for da da da? No, the, the part they were leaving open was Cecilia's was voice. Yeah. Was yeah. Cecilia's voice. Yeah. Harry. 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 Which I still think she's saying Harry, but. No. I don't care. It the sounds, captions. Sounds like The Harry. captions say differently, Miss Miss. No, Nam. the captions say Harry. It doesn't <laughs> say anything. It says gook. She was just declaring her loyalty to House Aaron and saying she wanted oh, to go to the Oh, is Aerie. that what it was? That's what it was. Okay. The moon door. Anyway, so uh, everybody hears her sh- the Millie scream, and they rush into the dining room, and there's a table, uh, there's a table on the Bible, and it starts <laughs> turning pages. I'm just going, I'm going with it now, and it's the pages are just turning and turning and turning and turning, and uh, statues fall off the mantle, and she says that Turner is here, yeah. and the spirit was filled with rage. And so, of course, the first thing they're going to do is look at the Bible and see what passage. I'm like, so you got two pages to choose from. That it's was too easy to pick the one you want. First thought. Mm-hmm. It's not like it yeah. was fucking highlighted. Yeah. So anyway, it's something about uh, multi- the multiplying of sorrow. So Doyle thinks that it's Mrs. Turner uh, because her husband killed her there in the dining room. But then Stratton notices an open window mm-hmm. and suggests that that's what it was. So she's still keeping a cool head. She's trying to. So they all, Edison wants to go check the necrophone, and uh, somebody, uh, Carson, whatever his name is, says he can hear a voice. They play it again, and Thomas, uh, Edison turns that part, part up. Houdini comes in impersonating <laughs> Turner's voice, and Doyle's like, fucker. There's my husband. There you are. And so Found you. Houdini congratulates Stratton on deducing that it was the breeze and tells uh, Edison that Tesla sends his regards. Yeah. Is that kind of like the that's Lannisters? Based, the Lannisters send their regards? That's early, uh, you know. Because the Houdinis always pay their debts. Or, early 20th century, fuck you. But anyway, uh, Houdini dismisses the, the, the necrophone as a glorified Ouija board, which it kind of is. Yeah. But he, he explains that he angled the chimney cap to create a wind tunnel uh, to, to so that the, the, the pages will turn. Um, but that didn't explain the the figurines falling off the mantle, though. No. So, but he uh, he dismisses Millie seeing Turner as brought out the power of suggestion. Um, but Millie still insists that someone in the room is, is filled with rage. And Houdini's like, hey, everybody in here is pissed at rage. Pissed at rage? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, for being fooled. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, Doyle and Stratton and Houdini go up to the rooms and they're like, are you okay there, Houdini? Because you just came from your mom's funeral there. I don't understand why everybody had to stay in the fucking haunted house. Well, if you see the outside, there's like nothing around it. I'd like, that'd be like it's hotel, big man. Old, yeah, I'm like, I'm in a tent out in the backyard. Yeah. Dude, I mean, no, no, thank you. Why do them white folks go in them houses? I know. So dumb. Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb? All right. Um, so go up there and they talk about the 
Walbridge closing his hardware store a week ago in the newspaper article. And she mentions again a, that he didn't respond to any of her telegrams. No, but it also has a forwarding address. So they suggest they, uh, so the boy suggests that she sets up a meeting with him. Yeah. Um, she's kind of hesitant about it, but she goes to bed in the daughter's room. Yeah. The Turner daughter's room. And I'm like, hell no, I won't go. Yeah. Um, she hears some whispering over the, the necrophone and she goes in there and she starts talking to Benjamin yep. until she wakes up. Yeah, you and realize like, it's true. Because I was sitting here and I was like, oh, this took a fucking turn. I don't like yeah, this. Yeah, I was like, oh, and then she woke up. And I'm like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because I was like, this is going to be a whole different show. Uh, but then a chair slides across the floor. And I'm like, okay, now for real. Yeah. This is a different show. So, but Stratton thinks Houdini did it. So he yep. goes in there. He's like, oh, I would love to have done it. But then Doyle shows up. And so, of course, they have to have all three of them. Of course. that's how this works. So, of course. So they're in there and they're standing there staring at the chair. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic. But it does. Well, it does okay. the thing. Now, before it does, though, he uh, Houdini picks up a marble, which just happens to be in the room. This is the floor's the floor's the floor is uh, clearly whatever. slanted, and he sets it down. He clearly sets that marble down between two wood slats in the floor. There is no way it was going to roll anyway. Yeah, I'm just oh, whatever. Because <laughs> even the first time we watched it live, and he picked up the marble, I was like, he's going to put that somewhere where it will not roll, and he did, and he did. But anyway, the chair does move, and they're like, okay, well, let's go check out the the necrophone. Because that's what you do. Of, And that's the thing. No, they hear a noise. That's what it was. They heard a noise and they go, look. Is it, quote unquote, recording the whole time? Thomas is down. We go back down. Thomas Edison is down there saying he left it recording a few hours ago. How long can that, like, because it's a record, basically. How long can that fucking thing record? Hours. Hours. That seems improbable. I didn't say it was logical it's the show yeah well on um on penny dreadful the recording device that uh that they use in it lasts for quite a while but it's it's a it, they use they, they use the uh the wax and yeah cylinders the cylinders yeah on that so i i didn't see any recording part of this particular i didn't see like yeah. a flat vinyl record i didn't see a cylinder yeah. i didn't see any part of this that looked but like he did mention recording ish yeah Maybe I just wasn't looking closely enough. So I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, but he's down there and they hear a Falkroff point. <gasps> da, da, da. And they go and they find uh, Customs, uh, Carson's Carson. Yeah. Uh, his corpse down at the bottom of the cliff. And apparently it's daylight now, by the way. Yeah, that Suddenly, was weird. And everybody's still in their well, pajamas. Well, and they're at the top of the thing and they can clearly see who it is. Because mm-hmm. at that point it was still night. And I'm like... I couldn't have told you for sure it was so-and-so. It's just, hey, look, it's a dead body. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they're the it's the one person they didn't find in the house. Don't know. Don't know. Anyway, so uh, our constable from the local cops. Who's an asshole. Who's an asshole is there. And he's like, it's suicide. And Doyle's like, there's mud. on." And why did Doyle wipe the mud off the bottom of the guy's shoe? Was that necessary? Was it? Who the hell He's knows? playing Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and he, is an exa- he does examine him. He's a doctor, too. So yeah. he's talking about the scratches on his chest, but he fell on his back, and that his wrists were bruised. So there was obviously, there was a struggle, but uh, the cop guy's like, nope, local coroner's going to take care of it. We're not, I don't want anything. To- they try to talk about the necrophone. He's like, nope, nothing doing. Which, don't if care. I were him, 
I'd be all about that too. So, yeah. or not about that. So Houdini and Doyle go and examine the cliff. Doyle suggests, well, Doyle's like, you know, hey, until further notice, we should not separate. But thank you, Arthur Conan Doyle. But uh, where is Stratton? Yeah, no, we shouldn't separate except for she's not with well, us. Well, she's she says she's talking to some other people, but he's like, we shouldn't separate, but you already have. Yeah. Just Good. would like to point that out. He just didn't want to separate from Houdini. <laughs> oh, well, that, yeah. that, ex- that explains it. We should we should share a bed for safety. <laughs> well, they've done it before. Yeah. It wasn't even for safety then. It wasn't. Too sorry we couldn't get a double for you guys. <laughs> anyway. So... <laughs> That's a sh- BBC Sherlock reference. Fast forward 110 years. I know, and, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's the fan fiction Doyle wrote for himself. Yeah. So, um, but Doyle points out, they're standing, and it looks like like where a body was dragged or some kind of track or something in front of them in the ground, which I thought was interesting. Like, I thought they were going to talk about a body being dragged, like, what point? But Doyle points out that there's only one set of footprints, footprints, but the mud on his shoe doesn't match what was on the cliff. So where did it come from? Oh, Sherlock. Yep. But you're saying it out loud. That's not how this works. Yeah. But uh, there's a woman in a in, in a wagon, which was there to pick up the body, and, and it's, it's the, the woman same from woman the from from the cemetery. And Houdini's like, hey, and Doyle gets jealous. Yep. Um, says she's following you. Obviously. Yeah. So and again, I'm thinking. First, I thought, you know, ex-girlfriend, but it's yeah. not because he doesn't recognize who she, he, he would have told him. Yeah. If it was a an ex-love conquest. That followed him to Canada? Or even that was, yeah, followed him from New York to Canada. Yeah, he'd be, hey, Doyle, this, she can't get enough of me. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so he, he would have turned it into something. Yeah, so he has no idea who she is. I'm actually kind of surprised he wasn't more concerned that this woman showed up in these two places. So, you know. Yeah, I and that I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, it'd be kind of weird. Because I'm fightier. Don't they have their own mystery case instead of this necrophone thing going on now? Yeah, they've got their own Scooby case. Uh, They didn't give enough Scooby snacks. (laughs) So, um, but Doyle's kind of skeptical that it's not the same woman. He's like, it can't be the same woman. But you know, whatever. He doesn't know. He didn't see her both times. Yeah, but he accuses Houdini from uh, running from his grief and that he came for the necrophone to contact his mother. And he's like, and they no. Have, they, they have the same old argument about, mm-hmm. you know, Doyle and his wife and, and all this other stuff. But Houdini yells at him to fight for his wife if he loves her. If yeah. you love her, you will fight for her. Like he's already given up. Well, he's married to you, so... Anyway, so in the manor, uh, Houdini goes to confront Edison, and Edison insists that he would never falsify the data, but Houdini figures that Edison killed his assistant, so he wouldn't reveal that it was everything was fake. Yeah. And he's like, nope, wouldn't do it, just trying to give people closure, and he, he explains that he was 24 when his mother died, this mm-hmm. is being Edison, and that uh, he believed in she believed in him and he just wanted her to know and she never saw his success but if she is right there on the other side talking to them wouldn't she see his success see that's the thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like then you don't even have to get into or if has the spirit passed gone to the other side well then they, are they hanging around do they have to be vengeful spirits like the whole thing and, is and, just and if she is hanging around is she not seeing it or is she in the land of the dead where only the dead are but there's just the veil where they talk to each other yeah like the whole thing is just kind of like mm-hmm. i can talk to you on the phone but i can't see you 
I don't know. I don't get that. Again, it would go back to you would have to like know a specific, for lack of a better term, phone number to call them at if they're not like right there. Six 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 one two three four. Hell or has back in great the Wi Fi. Was it my my mom still tells me stories of when her phone number used to be uh, her maid her mate the family name mm-hmm. and then some number like three or four numbers. Yeah, like that was a thing. So would it be Houdini five four three? Yeah, or something. Yeah. Anyway, so the microphone turns itself on. Ari, it's Cecilia's voice, yep. and Edison. Edison's like, this is no joke. What did she say? You, you heard her, you understood, because apparently Edison doesn't know what uh, yeah. means, so. And he can tell Houdini, like, Houdini Houdini's visibly. Houdini's face looks like he saw a freaking ghost. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that, that's fine. So, um, so that night, Houdini is sitting with the necrophone, because he believes nothing of it, of it. And then he goes to his room, and he's looking at a picture of his mom, and Stratton shows up, and he's drinking. Yeah. Which is what he does. So he figures his power of suggestion, which is very possible. I'm, yeah. I can, I can. I, I can accept that. Um, but so Stratton explains to him that she changed her name to become a policewoman to get answers. And Houdini realizes that she never uh, contacted Waldridge because she's afraid to find answers. And he assures her that we'll deal with the truth, whatever, even if he was an Aaron Cargis, we'll deal with it because you're the strongest person I know. Aww. Oh. And Stratton says, uh, that Houdini is, but he doesn't have to be strong all the time. And Houdini talks about how his mom wanted to go to Coney Island again, and then they accidentally kiss. And I say accidentally. I yeah, I didn't need this. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't need this. I think they were both in a very, very vulnerable place. I that's what I'm talking about. I to. think that their emotions have just built them up, and they are in a vulnerable place, and it led them to that. I think they was mistaken. I think they both know it was a mistake. I think they did too, I, I can, and I was afraid it would just become an immediate. <sighs> but, but I can yeah. totally see it happening. Yeah, grief does things to people. So Doyle shows up as he does, <laughs> and they're like, "We weren't kissing." And what? So Scooby shows up. Yeah, and he takes him down to the cellar, which apparently is where he's been. And there's the same mud down there that was on uh, Avari, Avari's shoes, yep. the red. He was looking at high and low for that red mud. Thank you very much. Um, there was some water leakage from the pipes. What is it? The red is from rust. Rust, yeah. My first thought was all dirt is red. Yeah. Well, I no. My first thought was, oh, they got they better have a damn good explanation for this. Because no, my, they do not have red clay up there like we do. Well, see, my thought was all mud is red. No. Because no, where baby. we live, no, baby. all mud is red. Because of where Some we live. Some people have actual dirt. I don't believe that. That you can plant Dirt is not in. brown. Yeah. No. Dirt Dirt is red. <laughs> and it's not really dirt. It's something that it's just solid ass clay and it is it's, a bitch to try to garden in. It is. It's iron ore. It's yeah. the iron that's in the vicinity in which we live. Yes. That's in the ground. So it. And that shit stains. Oh, it stains and there is no getting it out. Nope. Do you better not track that across my carpet. <laughs> Or in my car. Yeah. Or touch anything outside ever again. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so I was glad they did explain the rust because I would have been like, because I it, call So bullshit. it's rust. The red in the mud is rust. Yeah. It's not, which rust is iron. So we have rusty dirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they're looking around down in the this basement, cellar. They call it a cellar. Cellar, yeah. basement, whatever. Um, Houdini apologizes uh, to Stratton. So it won't happen again. Stratton's like, fuck no, it won't. <laughs> um, but Doyle calls him over. He found some 
blood of uh, drops of blood on a wall. Yeah. So Houdini breaks down the door, runs another suit. Right, right. Um, but the other side is a workshop and a pool mm. of blood. So uh, Doyle figures that the killer planted the footprints and put uh, Avari's bottom body at the base of the cliff to make it look like. Yeah. The poltergeist was responsible. And then uh, whoever the killer was rigged the necrophone to, to do take the him, thing. To take him there. So. so Houdini keeps looking around. He finds electromagnets and the chair in Stratton's room had metal fittings. I did call the magnet thing, didn't I? Yes, you did. I was very proud yes, of myself. Did. I was like, it's magnets. So Doyle suggests that Avari found it and that's why he was killed. Yeah. So, But then they find this little grave in the corner mm. with the name Wax Maxwell on it with a cross and fresh flowers yes so this is the reed baby from the beginning yes. of the show and they were like why would you bury your baby in a basement so doyle digs the baby up yeah which is not creepy at all yeah but yeah. come to find out that the back of the baby's skull was busted in it was suggesting was murdered yeah so houdini's like oh well the wife was having an affair with the accomplice and the maxwell the baby is a result yeah of the affair and the husband got angry and killed the baby yeah so the next day they go to Claire, the wife, uh, about it. And she says that um, Emmett found a love letter, flew into a rage, and killed the baby. Yeah. Uh, threatened to kill Claire as well if she went to the police. So that's why the story for influenza. So she, But she yeah. still denies killing her husband for revenge. And uh, is surprised when Houdini says that the haunting is fake. She's like, what? What? What's yeah, this? she legitimately thought the poltergeist was, was the culprit. So... Uh, so Stratton asks her if her if her lover killed uh, Emmett and killed Avari, and Clara doesn't know anything about it. She's like, no. Mm. So Doyle suggests that perhaps uh, Emmett, uh, the husband, yeah, will give them the answers. So we go back to Falcroft, mm. back to the manor, and Edison's tuning in on the phone, and a male voice says that you killed them, and they figure it's Emmett's voice. Yeah. And uh, so some, there's accusations of somebody set something up in somewhere and then a mirror shatters and a voice demands that uh, Roland or Carson, whatever his name is, confesses. Roland Carson is his name. Yeah. Um, but then a knife flies across the room, hitting the wall next to his head. He says, oh, I was mad. I killed him. He's, he came at me with a knife and I killed him in self-defense. Yeah, yeah. That's the ticket. And then uh, his, uh, the wife called him in, called him to investigate when strange things happened in the house and then Carson thought if he convinced people that the house was haunted then the police would free um right Claire so right so Stratton puts him under arrest as 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 you do which apparently she has the authority to do and uh Doyle says that the the knife trick was a bit over the top and he's like oh but it worked didn't it (laughs) yeah because they were just you know tricking him yeah but then we hear uh Cecilia talking through the necrophone again and it gets all loud and out of control and there's all these different sounds and voices and noises and i'm like what the actual fuck yeah millie says she can feel all these lost souls and she collapses and edison's like i've opened the gates to hell and i'm like what is cecilia doing in hell yeah yeah he shoves it onto the floor and shatters it and houdini's like in shock and they have quiet yeah it was it was great i'm like i was fine with it yeah so we go to Houdini is in his room drinking and Doyle comes in and um, Houdini thinks that Edison manufactured all these voices and created an elaborate show to cover up his failure. Okay. And that's why he destroyed the necrophone is because it was a failure and yeah. we go out in this big bang that nobody can prove anything. Yeah. 
Um, but him, uh, but Houdini and Doyle get into it about Tui, Doyle's yeah. wife, about, well, you haven't consulted the doctors in New York. Don't give up. You have to face reality. It's a nightmare, but it's your reality. Yeah. And Doyle's like, oh, but if this is real, then, you know, my children never have to know what it's like not to have a mom. And I'm like, that's not creepy at all. Yeah, that's that's the thing, though. Like, just talk to your dead mom on the phone is not the same as her being there. No. And, like, you can get... Is she going to help with homework? Yeah, the desperation is just rolling off of him in waves. Well, it's been rolling off of him this entire series. That's true. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so we go to Stratton and she's got, uh, she gets a telegram mm-hmm. from Walbridge. She wants, wants a meeting today, seven o'clock. Come alone. No, wait, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but then we give a flash to Houdini. He's looking at the shattered microphone. He looks very, very sad. Yeah. I feel very sad for him. I know. I felt really bad for him. Yeah. He lost his mom. Man. I know. And just lost her. Like. And that's and this is driving Doyle crazy, and he hasn't even lost his wife yet. Mm-mm. So yeah, I'm afraid that we're going to lose his wife in the next episode. I, I'm afraid of that as well. So, so Stratton decides to go to this mill where she this meeting's been arranged alone at night by herself, which is super dumb. But at least she's armed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. So a figure emerges from the shadows, and it's dun dun dun. It's her husband. So he faked his suicide because the anarchists were after him and it was his cousin that, that was pulled he, him into the government yeah. at, at the him office. And I was like, at first I was like, okay, please tell me this isn't the evil twin route. It was not the evil twin route. It was the eviler twin route. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, he, he faked his whole death because and he couldn't take her with him because she had to have deniability. safety. They're dangerous people. And, and she's like, like, that's a shitty plan because they're still going after me. She does slap him. Yeah, she yeah. does slap him. Yeah. So, um, she, they do talk about the Tom Sawyer book that she lent to Houdini. Didn't say that he gave it back. Nope. Did not say. Nope, just said they got everything except for that book. Yeah. He's like, well, Benjamin was like, everything? And I'm like, how does he know? Yeah. How does he know? Yeah. It's weird. So it was a very weird conversation. But then he has to slip back off into the night. Mm. It's not safe. I don't like it. He walks away. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't like it. Mm-mm. I'm still holding out that we don't know that he's not with the anarchist group. Because mm-hmm. of course he would say he's a secret agent to his upstanding wife. Of course he would. So you th- you think Benjamin's a bad guy? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of wondering. He's doing He's doing an awful lot to keep her safe. For him to be a bad guy, though, mm. he's keeping her at arm's length. Well, maybe not even he arm's does, length. Maybe he's, he does love her. Yeah, he could still be trying to keep her safe from these people and be part of them. Or maybe he was with them, and then like I don't know. Like I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't know that I it's have as a, cut and dry as, as I, they yeah, give us. I have a hard time thinking that he's Hydra. <laughs> and uh, I'm just trying to put it in perspective that he's yeah. Hydra, but wants her to stay out of it and stay safe and think as as a part of Shield. I don't know. That just seems seems fake. I just immediately when she started talking about the in a couple episodes ago when he was in a certain radius of all these assassinations and stuff, I was like, how do you know he's not committing them? 
Well, and isn't this the first time we hear that he was a, a foreign security broker? Yeah, we yeah we didn't and know that's that before. Why, why he didn't could they, travel and yeah? Why didn't they explain that to us before with all his traveling? Because I thought he was just traveling for the sake of traveling. I, I did too. I was a little confused about that. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, sounds fake. Maybe that was bad editing a couple episodes ago. I and don't know. I feel like that's an important... I'm very confused about this whole storyline. I understand the slow build to it. Yeah. I understand that they've threaded it throughout all of these episodes, but I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. I could enjoy... I would enjoy the show without it. Yeah. Take that part out. Um, Or maybe make it something a lot simpler. Yeah. It's way too big. And I'm like, there is no way they're going to be able to resolve that's this. Why, that's why this kind of felt like... I don't know, like, why were, why was there a case involved in with this? I kind of thought this would become the case for the next two episodes. Well, let's talk about the last scene real quick. Okay. Um, Houdini goes back to his mother's grave, which apparently, you know, he has jetpacks. Yeah. And he puts a, he's got a po- photo, photo, photo? He's mm-hmm. got a photo of her. Uh, and he starts uh, saying a prayer in Hebrew and he's crying. Mm-hmm. But he looks up and he sees the woman that's been following him. Yeah. But she disappears. So yeah, we've got does. this. A whole other storyline. Well, and we've got the whole, what are those voices that they heard? Was it like Houdini? It was not cut and dry whether that was a hoax or not. Oh, well, they'll never prove that. We're never going back to yeah. that. They'll never but prove that. But then we that. also have this woman business. Yeah, so now we've got Stratton's husband is a fake dead dude. Yep. And there's a woman following Houdini's new Houdini friend around. Is possibly a real dead dude. But in the... And, I know some people think previews are spoilers, so I won't talk about what it shows, but there's a preview for next week that shows another case. Yeah. It's not central. It's not, oh, we're going to wrap up the Stratton storyline or, oh, we're going to figure out who this woman is following Houdini around. It's a whole different case. Yeah. How in the hell? Are they going to satisfactorily tie this up? I don't think they're going to. I think they're hoping for a season two. Yeah. And I, I will say in Fox's advertisement, it says the season finale of... But I do not see anywhere where it's been renewed. I don't either. I'm afraid that with it being had to get moved to a different studio. Yeah. It got I was moved wondering from, about that. from England to, I think it was England. Oh, Canada. To Canada. That yeah. the studio, I don't know if it was a studio move. Yeah. Which seems weird in the middle of filming a show. Yeah, it does. Um, and we already know that this was Canada, Fox, and BBC all thrown together. Not BBC, but Sky TV. Oh, Sky TV. Was, sorry. But, you know, a Still, British channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always think Arwell is, he belongs to BBC or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he belongs to his wife, Claire. Yeah, he does. So, uh, so yeah, I, they have to be hoping for another season. Yeah. They're acting like it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm fine with not ending the show, but you have to tie things up in a way that's satisfactory There's, if you don't get a second yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah, they, they... I'm going to be pretty upset if we get to the next episode and they don't tie up these two storylines. Mm-hmm. They have open ending and we don't get a season two. Yeah. I'll be pissed. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Life's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> so, anyway. Yeah. That's, that's the end that's the end of the show so. yeah and that's that's kind of all i had that kind of we already discussed our, our hopes and dreams for the finale we did we did so uh, uh houdini's gonna throw the bouquet and stratton's gonna catch it yep her and her dead husband are gonna ride off to the sunset 
Like, I don't know how that's With not With the strange gonna, lady from the cemetery? Yeah, I don't know how that's not going to end badly. Ooh, okay, what about this? What if um, the end of the next, the end of the finale comes up with the strange girl from the cemetery coming up to Houdini as though to start a new relationship a new story oh okay okay so that if there is a they end the stratton story they pick this thing up but then the houdini girl in cemetery becomes the next season story yeah but we but if we don't get a season two would you be okay with that Mm, no i don't want any kind of a cliffhanger if i don't get a second season okay but they don't know and how how else do you build into a new season if you've wrapped everything up how do you how do you even have any interest in a second season if you've wrapped everything up all pretty yeah I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm saying that she's an intro to season two. Okay, so you don't think we'll get her addressed in the next episode, at least tied up. I'm, I'm. You're calling yeah, it. I'm calling. That's that's my prediction. Okay. That okay. we're gonna wrap up Stratton somehow, or he's gonna melt up back off into the sunset. Yeah. And that'll they won't resolve it, but she'll I know he's, he's alive. I think he's gonna end up dead. Or he's dead again, and dead for real. Yeah. I and she knows why. Yep whatever but anyway somehow it ends yeah um but then the woman from the graveyard is the lead in to the next season i'm calling it that's okay. my prediction okay we'll see tomorrow we'll see later yeah not now not now so, all <laughs> right that's that's all i have on it all right thank you for listening guys Thanks, guys